to another episode of Homegirls the Podcast. It's your homegirl Tati. And uh yeah, you can follow me at underscore Tatiana on Instagram, underscore Queen TM on Twitter, but make sure you follow us at homegirls.podcast on Instagram. That and Homegirls Pod underscore on Twitter as well. And on YouTube at Homegirls the Podcast. Hey y'all, it's your girl Tim at Tempest Storm on Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. It's me, C Thugger, C E E underscore Thugger underscore on Twitter. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. Beyonce's birthday. Beyonce. Okay. Oh, and says a drop a song. She did. She did. I love it. Um, okay, I know we have our uh, icebreaker, mm-hmm. but I wanted to throw in a little Beyonce one real quick. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, great. So, what Beyonce song best describes your life? Mm. Bitch, hold on, let me mm. think. Mm. My life? Your whole life. My Damn, whole Christina. life. That was a tough one. Yeah, though you started, you got it. Great. So, <laughs> the Beyonce song that best describes my life is I Was Here. Um, oh, I like that. Yes, because, what album is that on? Four? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, I love that album, by the way. Me too. Um, it best describes me because I feel like everything that I do, so I have a, a, a humanities degree, you know, it's human relations, and I, everything I do, I want to, like, impact people. So, like, I work at a nonprofit with kids. Um, my bigger aspiration is to work with, like, at, at, at risk youth and all that kind of stuff. And so I want to, like, know that whatever I did when I died, I have touched people's lives in, like, a bigger way. So that's mostly my thing. And she was given range on that hoe. Hmm. Right. She was. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, well, I don't know. It's hard to narrow down. But right. I think I think this one kind of sums up. This one is off of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty Hurts. Oh, I think it's just a good song about, yeah. um, you know, just awareness. I think it's a great feminist song. Um, I think it's like a girl support girl song. Um, it's, it's a song that, you know, tells you you can be the girly girl, you can be the smart girl, you can be the pretty girl, but you don't have to just rely on that, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a good song. And she, that little last part, when you're alone all by yourself, oh, yes. yeah, that was, that was and you're lying in your bed, yes. Um, Come on, I would it. say, <laughs> I'm going to cut that uh, out. Beyonce. Yes, because it's like it's like one of those like uh, I'm searching, but like I'm still happy, but you know I still have a purpose to do more type of song. So that's like that's like me. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's not. That's not. Ah, yeah. I did play the fuck out of that album. It did. Same. Um, what's my favorite Beyonce album? That was dropping my birthday, so I just feel like it was meant for me. Oh my gosh. Oh, you! But you know about lemonade. I like really? lemonade was good. I really, really like, good. I really like lemonade though. Pray, pray, pray you catch me. Dangerous oh Love was a, was a fire album. Like all her albums really good, but no. Dangerous no. Love has to be a pop girl. Like. Let me just say, bitch, none of you, none of your new girls got the range because, like I said it on my Twitter, if y'all go follow me, Beyonce had the motherfucker Luther Vandross. On her debut album, bitch. So, four for me is the album that, like, I already liked Beyonce, but that was where I became, like, a fan, 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 fan. Like, it was, like, every song I was playing, I just loved everything about it. Andre 3000, uh, on the remix. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Thousand on a remix. Oh of, yeah, the party. Yeah. It was yeah. just so. I was like, yeah. No, that was a, that was a really good album. Nobody's really favorite good. album is Sasha Fierce. Let's go ahead and throw it out there. We no, I mean it's it's a good album for what it's worth. It's just not my favorite. But B Day did it for me. Ring the alarm. Ring the alarm. Uh, yeah, I knew she was that girl that ring the alarm. Right. Uh, flaws and all. So kitty cat. Uh, well, kitty cat. Green light. Like, like, upgrade you. Listen. Bitch replacement. Hey, what did you say, Christina? How the fuck are like flaws and all and Kitty got on the same album? Like it's just like she just she has been here forever. Right. Yeah. Like, she gives right. replacement. Replacement on her album. What's that? Well, replacement. are you talking about irreplaceable? Beyonce, bitch. Happy like, birthday, sis. B-Day. I love you. <laughs> 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 the lights and shit. 
Yes. I would love to go hey, see Beyonce. Hey, hey, me too. I've never had money oh. whenever her concerts come. <laughs> right. Last that last statement year. in general. <laughs> <laughs> but last time she came out here, I had ordered this uh, credit card to try to get a, put it on credit card. <laughs> I got approved. My card never came in. Well, <laughs> that was God, bitch. Yeah, it was. I'm sad. Wow. You out of fucking line. I mean, I wanted to see her, but I have money now, and apparently she's supposed to come to concert. <laughs> and I'm in COVID. Mm-hmm. Fucking call it. That bitch. That bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you, Beyonce. Back to that. Hey, hey, somebody get fired. Somebody's getting fired. Girl, um, love it's, that. it's really all the concerts that she does for me. All the concerts and all the, like... Because people, people be talking about the whole visual album thing, but I'm like, we forget, or people don't talk about the fact that B-Day... Was it B-Day? Whichever one had Kitty Cat. That was B-Day, right? Yeah, that was a visual album. Every, I remember it was, Not I remember going in Target and Walmart and seeing like the thing, it was a whole thing, like, you know, because that was still CD times, where it was like every single song had a video. I remember, right? I I remember um, MCV like made it a thing to show every single one of them. It was one great. Day. It was, it was, was awesome. I, I remember the Kitty Cat video. Kitty Cat is really a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's freaking yeah, dressed no, with me. I, Sleeping alone. It's the. They upgrade you when the whole when they. I heard you be the block. I'm the light to keep the streets on. Know that you the type the night to keep them on the leash. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Send me a drink and a piece and believe me. Listen, be been rapping, so y'all. She been rapping. She been rap singing. Don't do be been. Um, y'all want to do the black business before we go to you? You can do it. You can do it. All right, so. Black business. Um, this is gonna highlight the glamorcolic well, lifestyle. The, the leather. Um, the glamorcolic lifestyle uh, by Mia Ray. She is a um, designer. She does leather goods. So I did. Um, I did partake in the uh, <laughs> the recent drop she had. The shipping was quick. Confirmations was was quick. I did not have an issue with my order. And my sis. My sis, she offered afterpay for my homegirls. That's it. But they never had no money. So Ooh, you know, I did. Right, Beyonce. Afterpay. You gonna get your money? Beyonce. But yeah, I definitely just wanted to highlight Mia Ray because uh, she's a black woman and she's selling out in minutes. So. Mm-hmm. Very what's her, what's her uh, social media? Her social media is at Mia Ray. That's M I A R. A-Y, but um, she uh, has the Glamaholic Lifestyle. That is the name of the brand. Yeah, awesome. so let's support yeah. these black um, these black uh, designer bags. Cause I was Period. Black like, designers in general. No, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I was telling them earlier today, like I know we have Telfar um, as a black designer, but everybody was like, yes, we can spend our money on these Gucci bags. And, and I was like, I right. love that. Like, now let's get some more. Like, we have Telfar. Right. That's good. Now we're, we we're, we're getting a groove. Like, let's Let's spread our black dollars and put right, other people black, on. Exactly. So I exactly. love it. And the bag is real cute. It's and very good. cute. And Tati's came with a double bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes, I did get the set with the double bag, and then it was less than two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, this tote is big as hell. I can fit my thirteen-inch uh, MacBook and the rest of my life in there. Um, it has some good, you know, zippers and pockets and a little uh, clasp enclosure. It's really cute, and I, I'm personally, I don't believe on spending. Uh, big money. Like I'd be like, oh, this bag is fifteen dollars, which wasn't cute. Like right. I, I'm that kind of person, so I'm like, to have a designer bag that's under two hundred fifty dollars or three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's I mean, nice. because, like, she bought, right. The tote itself is less than a hundred dollars. It retails for eighty five, 
Um, I got the set, which was a tote and a duffel bag for two thirty two plus shipping was like two fifty. Um, and she has afterpay. So, and then the thing about her is she she makes sure that she lets her clientele know um, weeks in advance before a drop because she believes in letting her clients getting their money and their affairs in order to be able to buy her products. And so I will say to like any entrepreneurs, especially to go check out her Instagram because she drops a lot of um, gems on there as well. But and she's also for the people and she, and like, she also uh, documents her full journey between drops and then, um, you know, well getting to a drop and everything. So she in there putting in work. And so I could definitely respect the female hustle. So that's what really made me want to get the bag for sure. I and, love a black uh, business owner who is um, not trying to break the bank and say, right. yes. and say oh, but y'all yeah. don't ask Gucci for, you know, coupons or whatever. Right. You know, and I mean, not to get on my black designer because I understand it, but I feel like a lot of times black stuff, it is kind of like, okay, yes, it'll be more expensive, but we don't have the resources. We don't have and all of these things. And so that's all we have to, if it's nice black stuff. Right. You know? And so I love somebody who's like, no, I'm going to make it nice. I'm making affordable. It's right. also designing. So that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's right. I agree. Okay, well, moving on to the check-in. Uh, today, we want to talk about something that's heavy on a lot of people's hearts. Right. Um, our beloved Black Panther did pass away. Mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman did um, lose his battle to cancer, uh, colon cancer to be exact, after four long years. And um, we want to just talk about coping a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because people cope differently, and um, there's been a lot of backlash on the internet about how people have been reacting to his death. So I just want to know, how do y'all cope? And how do y'all feel about people who cope in a more um, public public and, you know, uh, attention-seeking yeah, way? Like yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. first I feel like the thing with, with Black Panther, which has Rosalind to begin with, is like Kind of how you just said, like he's a man. He was a man of the people as well. Like you know, he the roles that he, you know, he was James Brown. He was Thurgood Black Panther. Thurgood Marshall. He was a the forty two was forty two. Uh, Jackie Robinson. He was Jackie Robinson. And so these are roles that he was playing, like that were very important roles. And then I saw right. something today that said that he was offered a slave role with Mrs. Thompson, and he didn't take it. And so it's like I'm going to to be very intentional in what I do with my time, especially knowing that he found out in what 2016. And so he when, didn't, when he was thirty nine. And Black Panther, you know, he wasn't Black Panther yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he was very intentional with his time that he had left and you know all that stuff so I think that's really important and so a lot of people who are like very being like I guess dramatic or very like um kind of like performative with that I feel like for some for some people people I'm speaking on people who don't know him so people who are not celebrities for some people it really is like bro this man is like this is a big deal you know what I'm saying like with this black superhero we broke the, the damn box office all this stuff and it was like really his acting because I love Michael B. Jordan like I'm literally his I'm his girlfriend right but people was talking about like this nigga was acting like this is y'all like but nobody like Chadwick was giving us like very much Black Panther I'm really into the role I'm doing all these things and I'm and it was just a big moment for us so I feel like people are allowed to be dramatic or whatever in their um, grieving him because we were dramatic and I loving him right we were going being we were like we're going black to the theater and we were watching the movie 17,000 I mean literally when it came on Netflix I used to put it on my I used to put it on and go to sleep every night because I was like no he's gonna get these dollars you know what I'm saying so so I don't feel like it's a big deal you know, um, in there. And he was a celebrity. And so I just feel like... I feel like it's no different as for when Michael Jackson died or right. when Houston died. Like, right. when Selena died. You know, like... Oh, that time Beyonce had a cold. Oh, my God. But definitely, like, I want to... <laughs> I want to say, like, no one should be ashamed uh, for grieving the loss because it is possible to grieve the loss of someone that you do not know personally. 
And right. I don't think anybody has jurisdiction over the grief of a certain person. Right. So just because you're his whatever, you know, you don't have person whatever, you don't get to tell anybody else how they can grieve somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. Because you don't know what process. connections they have. Exactly. Or or what what um how that touched like maybe Black Panther was the first time that I ever blah blah blah, blah whatever the hell. Yeah, that, that's a you. moment for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I under I agree with that. I definitely agree. Um, so. But back to what Tiff was like was asking, like, how do you cope with something like that? Like for me, like I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, watch Black Panther after, you know, because people were like, oh, I want to watch Black Panther, Jack the Robinson, yeah. to, you know, to to see him one more time. But I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was too sad. Yeah, it was too sad. I was, I literally like was shedding a tear when um, uh, I was watching. I, I believe it was Jimmy Kimmel when um, they were talking about like what Black Panther means to them, and he came out. To you know, surprise the people. I was like getting choked up then because it's like, like I have a hard time realizing it's people a, are gone. So seeing them immortalized exactly. like that, it's, oh, it's yeah. a it's exactly. a real it's a real tough battle for me. Like at first, I think it's easier to put it in the back of my mind. Like we going through a family death right now, and I, I it hasn't hit me yet. Like I haven't really cried about it. Mm-hmm. But when I saw pictures of her, I was like, oh, like mm-hmm. that's like I'm not gonna see her again. You know, so. Yeah. Um, I think once once you're face to face with it, it's a little harder. So, so I'm an avoider. So with Sorry. this situation specifically, like I haven't, I didn't, I didn't post stuff or whatever. And like people post stuff, I would like hurt feelings. I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to watch the videos. Like that's super sad. Mm-hmm. And right. so in general, like coping with death, I'm very much of an avoider. Like I will reach out. Like um, my grandmother passed from COVID during this um, time or whatever. And so I reached out to my stepdad and I was just like, hey, if you need me, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to call and have a conversation with him about, you know what I'm saying? Because I was right. like, he's going to be crying, I'm be crying, it's going to be a whole situation. And he didn't call me for a couple of days. And then I finally was like, okay, hey, I'm calling you. You know, he was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, I feel like we, we're dealing with it in that same way. of like, right. I don't want to keep on talking about it. I want to, but then we'll get there yeah. when we get there. And so I feel like that's a, you know, a thing. I, I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know, like, people expect you to grieve a certain way. Right. And I know for me, it's kind of like, you got to let me do shit on my own time. And that's just me as I'm becoming a woman and, well, you know, uh, more more of a woman. Mm-hmm. You just got to let me do everything on my own time. Mm-hmm. But with coping and grieving and things like that, you really got to just let me take my time because mm-hmm. I'm not going to show him. I mean, I might, it depends on who it is. It depends on what it is. Um, I might not show emotion right off the bat, you know? Right. And I think that's okay. Like, I think that so, is okay. Have, do y'all ever feel guilty about it like that? Like, not showing emotion or not, like, feeling all these feelings? I'm the type of person, I might even laugh when you tell me some shit like that. Like, like, <laughs> like what? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, what? Okay. Not, not, not laugh. Yeah, yeah, no, but I like, that. you know, in, in yeah. disbelief. And then I'm just kind of like, um, yeah. so yeah, I because, know what you mean. like, that recently happened to me, like, um, one of my family members was having, you know, I'm a health scare, and everybody they want to bust out your door to tell you, but I'm just like, I'm yeah. like, okay, like, because, right. like, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, hey, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a healthcare professional. Like, so you really bringing this to me so I can stress along with you? I'm like, hey, I, I don't have to accept that. Now, do I? Will I worry for my family member because I love them? Yes, but like I'm gonna do that on my own terms. Yeah, I'm not gonna sure. be frantic because you want me to be frantic, you know? Right. And that's the thing is, I feel like people it's it's about the different 
uh, ways that we cope with or whatever. I remember when I my one of my cousins passed away when I was in college and I was at work. I was all right. Mom had called me was like, hey, what you doing? And I was like, I'm at work. And she was like, oh, okay, come when you get off. And I was like, God, what happened now? Because I'm like, why? You know, she was like, I just I just want to talk to you about, but I want to talk to you uh, when you not at work. And I was like, okay. So I knew it was something. And <clears throat> my organs. I saw y'all remember when um the basketball games used to like if you had the most crowd participation or whatever they'll pay your organization mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. so yeah, one time was there. yeah so AK, happened to me AK side was like we were like okay we're making sign we were so serious it was like as soon as I got off work and like it was crazy because we were like I was like well I get up work this time so like one of some people was like hey, we're gonna meet you at the you know da, 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 we're gonna walk over together it was like a whole thing we was like really gonna win the money that time we did too we was like we really gonna win the money and so I remember we get to the game and one of my homegirls Kelsey which I love her she's so sweet uh shout out to Kelsey my girl uh she was like uh you come here what's your problem like and it was like I was my mama had so I called my when I got off work and she told me that my cousin had passed and I was like okay well I'll just talk to you later so I was kind of like I mean, I feel, I, I'm sad, but I feel okay, right? I can go to the thing. So I'll go to the thing, and my friend was like, uh, what's wrong with you? And she like was really like, no, this is not your energy. And I didn't even realize that I was having different energy, because I was just in my head like, what well, yeah. this shit really happen? Right. And I was like, okay. And then like once I was forced to talk about it, or like I was like, hey, if I talk about it, I'm going to cry. Yeah. And she was like, okay, we'll talk tomorrow then. And so I'm like, I kind of, the next morning I woke up and I was so sad. I was crying and everything. But I also felt guilty because I was like, why did I go to the thing in the game? And it's not that serious. But it's like, you have to deal with stuff on your own time. Because like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, imagine me being like, okay, for the rest of the night, I'm just going to cry all night about it in the room by myself. You know, like it wasn't, you know. No, I definitely uh, know like how you feel because like, you know, I lost my brother before I had competed for Black and Gold and before Pledge. Yeah. So that whole time, like... Like, I don't know. I just couldn't, I feel like I couldn't be happy for myself Mm -hmm. because I was like, I feel like I swept the death of my brother underneath the rug. Because you was doing other stuff. By doing so, like, I used to literally overcompensate doing a whole bunch of other stuff. To keep busy. To keep busy so I won't think about it. So, like, I remember like, uh, oh, this is like right after we probably and everybody was like, oh, you gonna, you gonna wail stuff. I'm just like, okay, so are these, are these healthy ways of coping with, uh, with death? No. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they were healthy, but I don't necessarily think they're like toxic or like yeah. debilitating. I feel like you have yeah. to cope how you cope. You know what right. I mean? Right. And and I do I do feel like with me, you know, being more busy, I fought off a of depression because I was so busy like with things that I was so happy and so proud to have accomplished mm-hmm. that it kinda like it it balanced the scales for me. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like if I wouldn't have done if I wouldn't have done all that I would have had I would have had nothing to do but to grieve. At the yes, time. So, and so that's why I'm like it's not necessarily not healthy because like that was helpful to you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like me going, I was just like I just want to be around people right now and not have to think about it until mm-hmm. I have. Oh, you an extrovert for real? Because I probably would have been like, oh lord. I just was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. Guys, similar situation happened to me when my great grandpa died. Mm-hmm. I was at the basketball game for an organization thing. I'm trying to win them, money. girl. <laughs> but they had told me. While I was at the thing, oh. and then, but I was good, and then I think some I don't know who it was asked me what was wrong, girl. I was boo hooing at, at the game. At the game, I had to. I had to go. It was terrible. Yeah. So Lord. remind me to tell y'all a story later about this, about that, because girl, it's just grief is just so it's just so different. You just be feeling so guilty. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with somebody. Don't be with somebody. Call people. I literally called my boo crying, and I felt so guilty because I was like the next morning, like. She was just like, oh, I know, so sad. Like, you know, she was trying to comfort me, but I was like, why did I even want to call? Like, I was crying, like, I got to call her mama. And, like, it's just like, but, oh, it's just ugly. Also, like, going back to what you said about when she told you to call call after work, 
I'm the type of person, when you tell me you have to talk to me about something, tell me right Tell me right Because the, the same thing happened to me when I was at work and my mama found the lump on her breast. Mm-hmm. You want to know? Yeah. That's, that's that was so, the worst. But she told you to wait. She, she, told, she you. told me to, I just knew it. When, when, her, when I saw her name pop up on my phone and she knew I was at work, I was like, yeah. what she want? Yeah, you know, and she's like, "Call me when you get off." I was like, "Nah, bro." Like, it was terrible. That was, ugh, it was terrible. See, see, at least, and see, but that's the thing. At least your mama waited. My mama called me when I was at work and told me that my uncle had passed. And like, this is like one of my favorite uncles. And I was just like, "I gotta go." Yes, yeah, I was like, I was like, but I bust out crying because I mean, I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. So I had to leave. I'm like, damn, you couldn't wait till I was off of work. Yeah. I, said, I would, I would have preferred that. So at least I've yeah. been at home, like been in my, been in my room. I feel and like she didn't care. talking <laughs> about this. I'm like, okay, if I'm ever in a position to have to tell somebody, I would definitely text them and say, "What you doing?" And then they'd be like, "At work," I'd be like, "Okay, girl, what time you get off?" You know, something like that. So then right. it's just like six. What's up? Like, oh, okay, girl, I'm just gonna call you and talk, and then we can talk about it. You know, what I'm saying like, like not to put the angst because I'm like, imagine had your mama hit you up. I mean, she knew you was at work, but if she would just been like, "What time you get off?" Or like, "Oh, girl," it just kind of made it cool and was like, oh, "Okay, girl, I was just gonna call you," but or whatever. Yeah, or even if your sister, you know, your sister maybe maybe call you more often or maybe yeah. I talk better, it would have been less like. I, I and, guess I, I'm like, right. I'm trying to be, I so feel like I'm lucky. Take, take the anxiety away, because it's already yeah. anxiety. I'm such an anxious person. I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to overthink it anyway. But nobody can't just call you and be like, oh, girl, okay, I'm just calling you. Yes, but if you if they're going to be like, oh, I'll call you later because I want to talk to you about something. I'm going to be like, See, that's oh, what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say to about something. I would just be like, oh, okay, girl. Like, I have a homegirl who calls me all the time, but she'll text me like, you at work? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, well, are you busy? Because I want to talk. I, we call okay, each other, but we just be talking. Like mm-hmm. we don't be talking about nothing. But so I'm like, okay, I know what you mean. Be delicate is what we getting there because right. Yes. right. Okay, so moving on. Okay, let's. Ah, so what's tea? Look, okay, look, we got through this without crying. Nobody crying. Right, so right, that's good. good. Right. And, and what's some peace, Chadwick? Like we, yes, we are so. I don't even. I don't even have yeah, words. It, like it, that hurt. No, it. It was a. It was a. It was a. A good wrenching type of thing to hear that like you know like like when i heard that Wendy passed away and i was in the mall i said no nah, you playing i thought i had the same reaction for chadwick because i didn't know Whitney as much i had that reaction for michael jackson i was like mm-hmm. oh yeah what michael, michael he's like Ooh, that doesn't make sense sorry so yeah. like him and him and prince i just have to put them in the back of my head because i don't i don't believe it but we're gonna move on and bitch i said it now who gonna pop me Ooh. So Marcus Houston. Oh, geez. you want to take a stand, Tati? Okay, wherever street is, hoes. Marcus Houston, thirty. He's thirty nine, right? If 40. I, he's okay. Um, oh, and his, his wife, uh, teenage wife. She's nineteen. Okay, that nigga literally got a teenage mind. Hurt people, hurt people. But let, let's just backtrack. So the reason why there's a major controversy around this is because the girl went missing when she was fifteen. Okay. And she just whoop, popped on up now that she's a teenage bride. And so I'm like, even, even, I mean, that shit is terrible as well. But even if we was to take that shit away, it's kind of like, it's still weird. It's still creepy. 19 and 40 and married. You met that girl before she was 18 mm-hmm. and you were. But see, here's the thing though. Mind you, after all this crazy shit, like they said that the girl was a family friend. So basically, he saw her grow up. He was praying for that Exactly. But you know what, though? Like I said, like hurt people hurt people, and he was prayed upon, so he's going to pray upon somebody else because Chris Stokes, bitch, you got some answering to do. 
for your transgression. So say he met her at 18. Do y'all feel like a 40-year-old can fall in love with an 18-year-old? If he's going through an identity crisis? No, a healthy, you know, would it, like, is that the age difference? Can you, are you able to fall in love with a person that's 20 years your junior? That's hard to say. I don't know. Like, because I don't want to say, we talked about this with uh, August and um, Jada. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that every person who's older who, who falls in love or it gets in a relationship with a person that's younger is, is preying on them or is hurting or whatever. But it's every incident that I hear is some shit like that. It's like, because, okay, when you think about it, just even, even if it's, even if it's like, even if it's with the women that, um, go for an older man, they are, like, say for instance, Anna Nicole Smith. Maybe mm-hmm. she was looking for a chick. So she was taking advantage of him. Who? Her, uh, her, her, her husband. husband. Okay, yeah. So it's like, I just feel like either way it goes, whether it's, you know, um, a relationship with a older man, a younger woman, and, like, it's a 20-year difference, 30-year difference, it's still someone in that situation is getting taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. Like in and sometimes it's the women taking advantage of the men and or vice versa. Yeah. But I really feel like So you don't think that there is genuine love to come from two parties that are twenty years apart. What a forty year old and a twenty year old kind of comment. To, that's what I'm saying. To, like to, that girl is nineteen years old. What do y'all have to talk about? And that and see and when I see stuff like that, it just makes me think like you know, some men tend to get younger women to manipulate them mm-hmm. and to make them, you know, the the woman that they want them to be. And it's like, then that lady going to be going through her own identity crisis when she hit 40. Because she ain't going to have no life. She's going to have your life, the way you want for her. She'll exactly. be 40 with a 60-year-old husband. Y'all. Like, you know. 60 years old. Chris Stokes, you really, you really got some answering to do for this because... Yeah. You know that they say people abusers but, have been but, abused, and that's true, and that's very true. But we also say that you need to go to therapy and figure that shit out so that you're not hurting somebody else. Because what we're not gonna do is keep on. Because what if Chris spoke to somebody and be like, and yeah, and I was molested when I was younger, and then we just keep on placing the blame, on placing the blame, placing the blame. Right. Like Marcus right. Houston, you have to answer for the shit that you do too. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. Chris Stokes did the shit to you, and that's very unfortunate, and it's it's a terrible thing. And I'm, I pray, you know, I pray that you know God handles him or whatever. But now you have your own shit that you fucking up. Mm-hmm. And right. that's you know what I'm saying right. like you getting no leeway because well I was molested ten years ago yeah, that shit sucks that shit will be on your conscience or be on your ten years ago really like twenty years ago because Mark Houston is 40. but you need to deal with that really like twenty five years ago right so just imagine so when he was and that's my that's what kind of makes me really like creeped out about it because maybe like when he was going through his own you know molestation or whatever he was looking at somebody else because that that girl that girl was a family friend supposedly. yeah she, yeah. So it's like, so she was around. Yeah. And it's like, you, like, when stuff like that happens, when people don't seem to think that anything is wrong with what they're doing, that girl probably could have been groomed. Right. You know? Right. To where she's like, oh, well, I mean, you know, yeah, when I was younger, he liked me. Well, you don't see nothing wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Him being 20 years your senior? But when you were young, you don't think that. I was talking to my friends about this recently, um, how, like, I was in high school, and I was talking to this guy. I was 16. I was talking to this guy who was 22. I didn't know that it was an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I yeah. didn't know he was too old for me. When I look back, I'm like, that nigga should not have been talking to me. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? And so, and I had a nigga, a 19, I was 16, I had like a 19-year-old little, he was a boy, I mean, he was 19, you know, who was coming and picking me up from school sometimes, and I used to give my friends like, oh, no, I'm not about to listen to y'all today. You know what I'm saying? But I, I didn't think that it was an issue. Yeah, like, yeah. That nigga was too old to be talking to me, too. Right, he was. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and it was like. Very much so. No, that wasn't my boyfriends, and so I wasn't telling my mom like it was niggas I was talking to. 
So it's just like I didn't really know the the magnitude, especially the twenty two year old. It's like I didn't know the magnitude. He had a kid, you know. He had it was it was too much for a sixteen year old. Right. And so I'm like, sometimes you just don't really know, you know. You just be and like, that's true. And, young. and it's mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing. It's like, I think like a lot of people speak out on it because one experience and two, they would rather tell you what it is now than for you to be down the line 10, 20 years and now you're feeling convicted about your actions because exactly. you, you, you essentially unknowingly allow abuse to happen to you. And that can also send somebody to some therapy because they're going to be spiraling like, oh my gosh. So then that, that also makes you think of all the other shit that you let slide with other people in your life. And you're like, well, fuck, I was really being abused. Yeah. So it's just like, I just pray the best out of this situation for that young lady. Um, hopefully, maybe Marcus Houston childish as hell, and he got a kid mind from his trauma, and they go. That's even worse. That's I mean, child. maybe, but I'm saying for this young lady who is now being, you know, she's 19 years old with a 40 year old husband. Well, maybe this would be the best situation for her because he's not gonna be. She's. Not, I don't. I don't know. I'm just praying the best. So whatever the situation, the best it's, situation. It's funny that you said immature mind because that nigga was in. Immature. He just you. I didn't say that. You thought of that. You thought that. You put that together in your own head. I said, "Kid, mine." Oh, you right. <laughs> okay. But so, yeah. oh yeah, yo, child. Let's just keep her in our prayers. Good vibes. Ah. Okay, let's talk about this. Um, Dancing with the Stars. Girl, Carol Basket killed her husband. Whacked him. Fed him to tigers. They smack him. Ah, can't tell me that it didn't happen. Carol Baskin. So Carol Baskin gonna be on Dancing with the Stars this season, along with Jenny Mai and Nelly. Fine Y'all, I have this sixty-year-old coworker who uh, we did this like get to know you thing, and her favorite, her celebrity crush is Nelly, and she put his oh. real name on there, and we was like, okay, let's look this nigga up and see who this is, and I was like, bitch, it's Nelly. <laughs> she said, yes, and I love him. Oh. I mean, Cornell, his name was like Cornell Hayes or something like yeah. that. Cornell or something. Not Cornell. I was, like, I was like, who is? I'm like, I'm Cornell. I'm thinking I'm about to pull up like this it. old ass nigga. And it was fucking <laughs> Nelly. I was like, excuse me. I mean, but since <laughs> she, she has taste. Junior? Junior? Yeah. She, has, she has taste. She has taste. Look at the material. Okay. Yeah, we just want to let y'all know that Carol Baskin asses. Is- I'm gonna watch. Let me tell you something. Dancing with the Stars is actually a really good show. Mm-hmm. I'm I love to it. watch it. They don't have a lot of black people this season though, because mm-hmm. uh, Sky Jackson is gonna be on there. Oh, really? Oh, she's cute, yeah. She is cute. I'm a a group of... But I just want to know, like, you could just go kill your husband and get a motherfucking Dancing with the Stars concert? And and, and my nigga, Judge, uh, what's that nigga, uh, what's his name? What's what's that nigga name? Who? uh, Joe Tiger? Joe? Yes. Joe Exotic? Joe Exotic. Got my nigga locked up and shit. I'm saying you... 21 long-suffering ass and y'all ass on Dancing with the Stars. They're living conditions at her place. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Is y'all watch Tiger King? Uh-huh. Bitch. I mean, anyways. anyways. But you know, that's, that, that's, that, that's that white woman privilege right there, but we're not going to talk about that. On another note, John Gray motherfucking ass. Wait, he got a white wife? No. no he oh, cheated okay. again. No. Uh, Wait, somebody wife. named Mary. A white woman? Nah. Oh. Well, <laughs> 
I was, I thought, because it was a segue, so I thought somehow you know. it, was, it was a white woman. No. So, John Gray, first off, Aventure, I just want to just say that I'm, honey, I'm so sorry that you let this man with pencil knees and legs cheat on you. what John Gray does. Please put pull it up. Like, um, he's built like ooh. That nigga off of the minions. No, <laughs> yes, but no, he's built like um pickles under the tongue. On SpongeBob. Bubble bass. Bubble bass. This hoe Adam. He's built like bubble bass, bitch. This nigga said you forgot the pickles. Like John Gray for this one looks like he hides pickles on this the tongue. This house said he's like Rufus Tuttle. He do look like he's sorry for 2004. Uh, this is people. my sorry. <laughs> 2004, I ain't gonna miss him no more this year. First off, ah. yeah, but basically that's the same song that John Gray is singing. Oh after my being God. Why is so little? How's he standing? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, they so tiny. Okay, exactly. Um, John Gray, with them little bit ass legs, how you gonna run into another affair? <laughs> His wife is a bad piece. She's really she cute. is beautiful. She's she really is a cute. beautiful woman. But you know what? It's the thickness for me. Yeah, she's Period. really good. And I'm is, just like, bitch, why would you subject yourself to And yeah, he's not even cute. Okay, so just the thing. Even a man in the world don't cheat. So and it, don't matter, it don't matter how cute you are, bitch, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Halle Berry was cheating on it. Next, we're done. That's all we needed to say. Don't even speak on it. Halle Berry was cheating on well, yo, Robin Thicke was cheating on uh, Paula Patton. Paula Patton. And bitch, because I've been cheating on. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't stand that. <laughs> but, Here's um, I do want to touch back on John Gray, though, real quick, because not it's only has this man has made, um, he has made a fool of his wife once, but he's made a fool of his wife twice. That we know and it's that like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool me twice. I mean, I fool me. I don't even. But fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load a chopper, let it rain on you. That's what right. I was trying to get at. Yeah, like, and what, shit. So what was the cheating? Like, he got caught. How did he get caught? So he got caught. Okay, so but here, here's the tea, though. Okay? So um, there was a slew of um, sexual <laughs> suggestive pictures and text messages, FaceTime calls, and et cetera. Yes. Um, and it was like, uh, they said that allegedly, the woman, Mary, um, was basically compiling this information to come out anyway against him on this. Oh, so she's a Not, not mm. the pastor she with a woman named Mary. Right, so... Huh, not Mary, right. Mary. I hope it's not one of them. No, I'm just kidding. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, and it also was rumored that uh, his son would, you know, hear <laughs> him talking to the woman about how the wife... You know, don't cook, etc. Yeah, feeding the, the children. I thought a man found night. a wife found a good thing. Hmm. Only if she know how to make nachos. I, so I guess my sisters don't cut it these days, and they got, they got a new little six dollar uh, half pizza, half half cheese bread, and motherfucker. This is not what I meant when I said be hot and ready. <laughs> be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> they hot and ready. Why the son ain't tell my son better have a motherfucker? My ass. son better tell. Ooh, mama, daddy was with some bitch, but and I he feel, can say it too. But I feel like I, I don't know how it got out or got to the wife, but I feel like it had to have been something mm-hmm. to get to her. But I just feel like you know what what really what really kind of pisses me off is this man parades himself to be a, a man, man of God. God, but you fall into temptation. 
all these times. But and I was, it's, and but it's, I it's saying, not just, and I was going to say, it's not saying that you cannot fall to temptation, but you continue to fall down the same line of temptation, and you continue to try to have the same platform that you have, it, it doesn't work for And me. then you want to preach to these single women to walk into the spirit of a wife? Well, you cannot even walk in the spirit of a husband, let alone walk with some motherfucker regular ass legs. You skinny leg bitch. Like, so I saw somebody, but I did see somebody say that, and this was not about John Gray, but in general, somebody was saying that whenever we we choose you to be our pastor, you you are put on a high pedestal. Yeah. So yeah, you you might make mistakes, but it is your job. Literally. So you can't you to can't walk in a light that is mm-hmm. you know what I'm exactly. saying that, yeah, so that is of God. Like, not only. Is like his actions a reflection of his marriage, but it's a reflection of his leadership in the Come church on, as well. His congregation. Uh, period. Mm-hmm. So you like you. There's no way you can sit up here and preach. And, now, and hold on. Now we we uh, we go to his church and I see some a uh, bitch talking to my man. He talking about what pastor, the first lady forgave pastor. I be the bitch uh, at the pew. That ain't his church for me. At the altar. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Stomping his ass in the name of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Stomp. Stomp like her first. Makes me up my hands. Makes me wanna dance. Ah, stomp. Shit. Why don't you motherfucking head? Huh. Secret. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Alright, so moving on. Okay, so did y'all see or hear about the two, the, the little boy and little girl that were over sexualized in mm. these pictures? You quote, you air quoted it. You don't think they were over sexualized? I do, I do. Oh, okay. I do. I definitely do. I don't want to talk about it though. Oh. There you go. <laughs> So, them fucking kids, that little girl had hair like. But my, mine was the one that said daddy. Yeah, I ain't like that. Because when I say daddy, I'm not talking about my if motherfucking you daddy. Daddy, daddy. I know you can the Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> exactly. So, get it all. But don't worry, it's not laughing. No, it is terrible. But. but so those kids like they they were making content like the adult instagram couple and i'm not even gonna say those kids those kids guardians yeah because the guardians run the page that shit is ghetto but first and foremost let me look at a picture so so can somebody break uh, are these kids are they siblings they're best friends so they mamas oh, okay. are, I guess, friends, mm-hmm. and they're best friends. And they say that the kids... So the mamas came out, y'all, with a little Instagram live. It was like, are y'all being abused? Because y'all trying to say this, y'all trying to say that. And it was kind of like, girl, I can slap the shit out of my child and be like, did I slap you? And they're going to say no. They're going to be like, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't even, abuses, abuse, kids don't even know what abuse is. I'm not going to say that these women are sexually abusing their children because they're doing sexually suggestive things on Instagram, what I am going to say is it's very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I it's, can't assume that I want to put that on. I ain't going to put that, that energy in the air on those, on those kids. But that shit is inappropriate. Those kids don't know what they're doing. And what you're doing is showing them a little bit like that, that this is okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's too fast. It's too much. It's too fast. It's, too, it's just entirely too fast. They got pictures of these children, like the girl putting the do-rag on the little boy. Talking oh about nights like this. Nights like what, my nigga? He's sitting there between her legs and shit. Right, and she right. just trying to say, like, like y'all doing too much. It's just song titles. Baby, I, I, I love that song. Oh, so nice like that. Like, you don't do that. Then, you don't do that. Off, Everything is not for kids, bitch. 
baby shark do 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 right and that's, that's another thing like I really feel like those mothers or whatever they are living through their children's mm-hmm. like Instagram and Instagram notoriety because they probably don't have it themselves and it's just downright disgusting it is very disgusting it's, it's exploitative yeah. But I my thing the is, and be like, "Hey, I just found this really cute thing for for Keyshawn. Uh, I, I'm gonna get one for your baby too. Like, I want to get some shit like that, and they both just buy the kids different shit, and they be like, this the, like, I wonder how this because I can't even imagine having a conversation with another parent and being like, okay, and I want them to do this and just have a touchy style a little bit. I can't understand, right? That, yeah. Like, then it's also like I just don't understand how you can sit up there like, okay, so we gonna dress our kids like this. So they can look like this on Instagram. So and then like how you would say like, oh yeah, just touch this side right here, or just put your arm around her. No. But then it's like, where's the line? Because we, just a few episodes ago, we were talking about the damn LOL dolls and right. the over sexualization of that. Right. What's the difference? You know what I mean? If you don't want your kids' dolls portraying these sexual vibes, why are you gonna have your child posing? In but then, these but I just feel like these are two different. Like I'm sure that those ones was like, girl. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like it's different. You know, we all have different. Because I, I don't remember us talking about the LOL thing, but. It was the doll that had the little thing. The button oh, that was the LOL doll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Oh, no, okay. No, yeah, that, that was the troll. You know, the troll had the button by the butt. But the LOL doll. The doll. The kid's the doll. One, the, the one that was dead. She was dressed like a motherfucking hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I just feel like, you know, these are different type of people. This girl, these mothers probably just. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't. I can never even imagine that situation. I just. Mm-hmm. I know what to say about it because I'm like, y'all are really. I don't think that mothers or parents understand how much they shape their kids, and I'm like, these kids are not in a relationship. They're all of ten. Right. They don't know nothing about this. Not even. I don't think. And then yeah, it's like they want to. And then it's like, okay, I understand this. It's you know their kids. You know whatever Instagram, social media platform, but. I don't feel like that's in the best interest of those children just because of other people. You don't know how some crazy, you know, pedophile or whatever mm-hmm. is looking at... And that's at, really you know, making them, like, a little bit more, seem a little more grown. As if maybe right. my kids are already seen as older than we as they are. So oh. I just feel like... I feel like they really could have done a real cute little bestie thing. Like, even if the, the clothes... Like, they was like, no, nah, we want them to have the same clothes. It really could have been... The captions and the poses could have been different and the... It could have been more tasteful. And the page could have still been the page. So the outfits could have been... Because I didn't feel like the little girl had on anything this tasteful. Mm-hmm. I feel like the boy had... Yeah. It was the captions and the poses managed. for me. They could have turned that, changed that up, and still been a best friend page, and it could have been real cute. But y'all exactly. are trying to portray them as child, um, like child intimacy, and that's, right. that's what we Couple, don't like. We don't, like, we don't want to see that, right? And we don't want that to become because all it takes <laughs> is for it to be acceptable in huh. one situ- in one situation, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna multiply. And now I, all of my timeline, I'm seeing kid couples. Right. And you want to you want to know what also kind of pisses me off about people like that? Um, they want to kind of parade. Uh, a child couple but you know they be the main ones getting mad at young people like Zaya it's like it's like how you gonna be mad at that this child that this child knows her sex her sexuality or you know she knows how to identify herself yeah but, I'm like... but you know but you let stuff like this go on because it's people that's in them that's in them comments oh they are so cute etc etc be the same ones dragging this child on the shade room that's very true. So it's like it's like you you really you really gotta check priorities yourself. all fucked up. Right, mm-hmm. like they probably belong in John Gray Church. Moving Maybe. on, I'm tired of y'all asses. Huh. Okay, so Fifty Cent and Ti beefing. I don't know like what it. 
Listen, all I know is 50 Cent is a troll. The biggest. And he's been trolling T.I. And T.I. has been um, clapping back ever so verbally. Girl, you <laughs> know. Vocabulary. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. So, yeah, I think they're trying to do a versal. Versal. A versus battle as I, well. I think they should do a versus because one thing that I noticed about the verses are yeah. they're very lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Them niggas gonna be fighting. It's nobody gonna be a has to. Well, you know, some of the verses be like on live, you know. Mm-hmm, some right. of them be together, but it's gonna be very, it's gonna be very nasty. It's gonna be very much like Monica and Brandy just did theirs. They had to sit down before the verses and talk about their issues so they could make sure that it was gonna be, you know what I'm saying, good vibes. Um, everybody else that has done it, it's been, you know, it's been good vibes, good energy. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like we should start doing verses and make them so versus. And yeah, it is, it, we, it, we don't wanna see, I mean, we kind of right. do because we but I feel like the, the verses have been a very lighthearted fun situation and also I just feel like anybody going against 50 Cent is going to want to punch him in his mouth because he is very petty and I really and I'm gonna be in the same room I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure like I wouldn't want to be in the same room with him like I really wouldn't because we just then we just read him down talking about anxiety women like mm-hmm. like fifty, 50 like but well, we also read down to y'all for talking about his daughter's vagina exactly so, so it's that's just like, like it's two clown ass niggas yeah doing dumb stuff clowning and then I just honestly I honestly don't feel like their rap is comparable anyway mm-hmm. to be in a verse in a versus that's so stupid. that's I wouldn't even pair them up he said like pull your young black woman face on up and get served Curtis. Bring me the bully. I just think it's, I just think it's stupid. We're, come on, y'all, y'all 40. Fuck. Right. 50. Knock right. on 50. <laughs> right. So, with that being said. Ancient. Ancestors no, at this point. And I'm like, uh, we, as black women have been showing and showing and showing that we can have fun, we can do things that don't have to be so ugly, and it's kind of like, like I'm like, fucking Erica Badu and Jill Scott did one, Monica and Brady, and we know they would be complete. Like, it's kind of like, we've been having good time. Monica actually knocked the fuck out of Brandy. Can we? And they were able to do this. Okay, so y'all, I didn't watch it, but I did watch clips. But from the clips that I got, I feel like Monica Energy was a little off. Can somebody, somebody um, watching watch, it, the clips were shaking. The moment I tuned in, I was like, Brandy doing too much. Brandy was being that girl. Brandy like. was being that girl, and then I think it was making Monica uncomfortable, but then Monica was very nonchalant. And I think Brandy was trying to overcompensate and be like joking, but like yeah, but t- touch on it, touch on, you know, like in a sarcastic way, like touch on their beef or whatever. And like make a joke about it, but it was not connecting. It so wasn't I think landing. so. I think there are two types of girls when beefing, and like when beefing, well, whenever squashing a beef, mm-hmm. there's a girl who's gonna be like, okay, great, so it's all over, okay, we're good, okay, great, good. Hey, girl, what's coming? Hey, Timmy, back. And then there's a girl that's like, okay, we're not beefing all. No we talked about it, cool. When I see you, I see you. But after that, you know. And I think that the when I see you, I see you was Monica and Brandy is the yeah we besties again now because Monica and Brandy at one point was like, um yeah, so we a group. We basically a group. And yeah, like, we are not a group. She was like, I think that Brandy thought <laughs> when they talked, now we're friends, mm-hmm. and Monica thought now we talked, we're cordial, or cordial. there's no beef. Mm-hmm. Even right. that, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that's what it was. I also, if I'm being honest, I think that Monica has had hits. Over the past years, hits on hits on hits on hits on hits. Brandy had a lot of hits that were like really big in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So really, right. really at past the nineties, the only thing I know is you gonna put it down, I'm gonna get it up. You gonna put it down, whatever. And so I'm like, she really hasn't. Monica didn't know Brandy's songs. I was watching. I was like, she don't know the words. Mm-hmm. She was doing all these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't know the song. She didn't know them. because the song she did know. She was like, "Oh, this is my favorite one." Yeah, yeah, girl, two songs because that's what you. And I'm like, really, Brandy had like four or five. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was an angel in disguise. I didn't know that song, but I was like, it was, 
I feel like it should have been. It probably was I like Monica new song she she dropped with Lil Baby. Yeah, yeah. I cute. mean, I have to listen to it again. It but I just feel because I'm like, remember whenever uh, they played the C Murder song, she was like going mm-hmm. crazy. She had energy. She just was like, this is I'm getting money. I'm doing what I got to do. We are my besties. Mm-hmm. We cool now. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was shady. I feel like it was her genuine energy, and I feel like because Brandy like was going. Little. Because Brandy okay. was going so harder, like it made Monica look even less. I mean, I understand that, but I feel like uh, just from the clips that I saw, like with the verses, and I just feel like Monica really could have, she really could have either met her halfway or not have shown up. Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's like we are we already know like Monica, she's a she appeals to the masses, yeah. and then Brandy, she you know she really doesn't. And, you know, Brandy has a whole awkward black girl thing about her. And then mm-hmm. Monica's, like, the cool, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But I just feel like in that situation, it's... Fenty, fenty right. Fit. Like, yeah, I just... Okay. Which... It was, it was cute. It was cute. It was, I, I, mean, I feel like it was a bit much for I feel a versus like I should, She could have done like a beret, but it was cute. She was giving me I'm snatch a, I'm waist. I'm going to dissect that after this. Uh, but, yeah. So, but, yeah, I just really felt like, you know... To, to cut the speculation, I really feel like she should have just met her halfway. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'll say. I think that it was because all oh, the boy is mine and they kind of did grow up in the same era or whatever, but they don't have the same vibe mm-hmm. either. So the they music don't. wasn't even the same type of vibe. Like the, you could tell from the outfits that it wasn't the same. They're not the same type of artist I mean, I get, I get that, but but it's just... So the vibe was off. The vibe was Brandy had poems for like four of the songs and she came in there with like the notes patchwork jeans mm-hmm. and yeah, notes and like very a nice oversized very sweater. poetry. You know, very very what they said, poetry night to the end. <laughs> you know they what said saying? they said Brandy must got a braid endorsement. That, no bullshit. <laughs> no, they talk about why I'm always showing her dress like Adele. <laughs> First off, I don't I didn't see anything wrong with how I mean, it I was I think she looked super Monica cute. Well, it was cute. It was very uh whimsical. Like, yes. Like how Indel was, it was cute though. But in comparison to Mon- well, Monica, Monica had, I mean, I, I think that just shows their different personalities. It, but Monica is very much more because I mean, if you look back at it, if you if you put a picture of what Mon- what Brandy had on and, and go back a few verses ago to what Erica had on, they had the same shit on. And that's why I'm saying I don't think they're the same type of artist anymore. They're Monica not. literally used a whole she slapping bitches like that's my Brandy's energy. It has never been. Right. And so that's why I say I feel like the verses, the only thing it was just the beef and the boy is mine. But I'm like, other than that, this verse is didn't honestly, match up as well. Honestly. As, you know what I'm saying? That's true. And I, and honestly, people have been saying, Oh, um, this person got more hits. They didn't have the, the number of hits. The number of music songs that we kn- didn't match up as well as some of the others have. Yeah. I get the background behind it though. So who do you think Monica should have went to like went against like Keisha Cole or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly that, that what I thought of. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought of. My mind. But back onto Monica's She's outfit. Uh, ooh. Um, it was it was different for me. Uh, I think it was more so of the fact that the the cut of the shirt. I liked that. It looked like a um corset, a, a corset but like a leotard. But, yeah, exactly. But I just feel like it was different. Well, my thing, it was different, but I just felt like the fit of it wasn't as good as I would like because at towards the end, of it was saggy. It, yes. Mm-hmm. So exactly I want to say that I think everything that Monica did was to make sure that at the end she was like. Just say, I'm still that bitch. It was that kind of energy because they both put out little promos. Monica's was like, she came, she was dressed, and she had this this uh, big 
jacket on and she went into this vault, literally like a fucking bank vault and grabbed all her albums and shit and kind of like on some shit like just so you know I'm that girl I got all these albums. Brandy's what Brandy wasn't even in hers. Ray J had like walked by and dropped a little piece of paper or something for a little boy he had read it or something. So it was like a very different energy for both of them. I feel like Brandy honestly was just like grind so tired of this shit you know whatever and I feel like Monica is, has been Gunica for her whole life and she like and I slap bitches and I don't give a fuck and I da 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 It was still that kind of energy of like okay we're doing yeah. this little versus yeah. but I, I'm a win and Brandy was like oh this is gonna be nice. But I, I was right. explaining this to my sister like Monica, Monica and Brandy are two different girls. Mm-hmm. Brandy is very earthy, mm-hmm. um, earth mama, uh, and Monica is a mean girl. She hang out with, with Toya and them, and yeah. they ratchet, and I think they're just mean girls. I definitely think that. <laughs> I mean, not not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Like the mean girl kind of group, or the, the popular girl kind mm-hmm. of. Like, there was a part in the verses, uh, Tati, I know you didn't watch it, it was a part where so first, basically, uh, I mean, first of all, Monica or Brandy was singing all of Monica's songs, mm-hmm. every one of them, I and I was that. like, okay, because I knew the songs too, so I could understand that. Well, that was a part where Brandy had put, her, I mean, Monica put her mic down whenever Brandy was singing, and she was, Brandy had put, picked that up and was like, uh, uh-uh, I've been singing all your songs here, you, and she gave her the mic, and I was like, and she was just like, oh, and she had the mic on hand, but she wasn't singing the song, and I'm like, it very much was the popular girl, but Brandy was like, girl, yeah, we've been beefing, but I, and Brandy made sure that throughout the whole verse, she kept saying, I wanted to work with you so bad, like the reason we, the boys' mind was my song right. i wanted you i i sought you out and so i'm like i feel like it was, it was too different definitely just two different energies like i know because people on to my tl was like i can't wait to, I, I wish i could see uh, uh i wish i could hear a phone call oh that yeah one got in the car yeah. nobody talked about brandy because Brand, even when they was doing the boys mind the song at the end no at the end when brandy or monica was singing her song or whatever brandy was hitting it with these and all on her and i'm like monica that she don't want to be besties and I mean, she's a, and, she, and, you she, know, she's a cool girl, right? But like, nobody's expected them to be besties. Mm-hmm. But, but like, Brandy wanted that energy. Yeah, she wanted that energy. She kept on saying, "Oh, I tour, I tour, I tour." She was making that joke about that them going on tour, and Monica was like, "Up, oh. yeah." So but, I mean, it wasn't. But let's just everybody. okay. But you know, Monica can she can have the shade for days, but she just don't have the vocal range. She can sing mm-hmm. though, but it's, I mean, because I Brandy she, though. Yeah, I, I love Monica. She got the hits. I will not lie. But that's why I said she cannot fuck with Brandy vocally. What happens? When you have this vocal range, but not the hit, is it that you don't pick the right songs? Is it that your social? I think, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna say, why would you like for Jasmine? Like for, like for Jasmine Sullivan, she has the vocal range, but, but I she, feel like she gets good songs too. She do have good songs. I feel like it's who yeah, you know, but is it who you work with, how you look, how you look, is how you look, how you look. Is because if they think you can sell the record, if they think you can physically sell the record. Then they're, you're gonna you're gonna get the better song. I wonder if Brandy having a baby had impacted. And then the whole car accident thing happened. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, so maybe that because I'm like obviously Brandy was that girl at one point. She had a whole TV show while she was doing these albums. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like seeing that poetry shit. I was like, yeah, girl, it's crazy. And seeing that poetry shit, I was like, okay, so the show really did kind of embody Brandy as well. You know what I'm saying? They brought her whole brother in. And she did the poetry. like this was a little bit of how she her energy was. Hold on, just side note. Meatball, my little brother, need to be supporting me like Brandy support Brandy, okay? Oh, that's so cute. She okay. had a whole best, bestie song. Like, like, Ray J ten toes behind her sister. They're so fucking cute. My brother, girl. Like, Meatball, I need you to get it together. Step it up. Nah, it's cute. No, but yeah, I yeah. think that's a good point. The look and a lot of a lot of stuff going to it. But Jasmine Sullivan has hits. She just don't have as many. Mm-hmm. Like she has good songs every time she She just never really got that mainstream exposure. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like like what we're saying, like she cause she has the vocal range. She has the songs. Like that last album, 
was, it was a good. masterpiece. I was so cute. I was but it was something missing. Just like, just like, well, with what's her name? The light skinned girl. Oh, I need more. Um, hold on. They were they were trying to like they were trying to say like oh she's coming for like Beyonce's spot Rihanna's spot Tanache. I know that was that was that was a reach that they were saying that but like Tanache like you know she had her a hit I don't know I don't know about her vocal range but she had her a hit but it's something that's not connecting. Like, but I'm more so speaking about people who, like we saying, like the Jackson Sullivan, the Brandys, who have the vocal range, and we know they can sing their asses off, and they've had a couple of hits, but they just haven't made what it is there. It? I'm like, what's the it? Fucking Kelly Rowland as a single artist. Oh, single she can artist. sing. Oh, my God. I can sing her ass off. The choir of Kelly. Yeah, y'all, y'all know that video? video? Oh, man. The, yes. yes. The Every choir time of I'm like, Kelly why Rowland. hasn't she made it to Beyonce? I said, that girl can sing. We confuse their voices so often, you know, in stuff, That's and then it's, it's strong, That's and it's, it has right, why... I be wanting that shit all the time. And Kelly, I mean, I mean but that Kelly goes for Solange as well. That goes well, for Solange, but she did, she's there now, though. I mean, yeah, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, it it took, true, it <laughs> took, you know, some gas. Anyways, yeah, moving right along, the verses was fire. I loved it. it was good. Okay, so now for some girl talk. Hey there, welcome to Okay, so Wait, that was all my topics? Wow. Okay, so we're going to it. So there's this saying that you always know who your safe person is if you were never to like find the one, like somebody you would fall back on. Do y'all have that person? No. I cut all my niggas off. Okay. I gotta, I gotta think about if I want to talk about this. I know. Okay, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I do have a safe person. I know my safe person is. I feel guilty about having a safe person though. Is that wrong to, mm-hmm. to, to have a safe person? I feel like if y'all know, like, kind of mutually that y'all are each other's safe person, then it's a good thing. Like so, for, okay. Like, for me personally, I I have a safe person, but I low-key want my safe person just to be my person. So, like, I don't ah. think it... Okay, but the saying about the safe person is that it's you won't be as... Uh, it won't be as exciting as... The oh, no. no I, don't, I don't have a safe person. Then. So because like, if, if the, the person that I'm thinking about, if my safe person, if they were to end up being my person... It'd be good. So like, why? Don't, so why? Uh, like, what kind of obstacles will will deter? Because I'm like, if they post, because so okay, in my head, the safe person is the person who, like, you know, you can fuck with, but it's like not gonna be as fun. But like, you can go back to them if you like. Safe instance, you and your boo that you, you mess up with stability. Mess, yeah, mess up. Stop talking to each other. It'll be like I can talk to him all the time. I know I can go back. I to can him. see it like a, a notebook kind of sense. Yes. Um, well, no. See, that's your true love type shit. We're safe person is more like uh, this is a nigga I can fuck with, but he's not as fun. Okay, so let, let, let me let me mix up the the notebook sense. It's, it's not the true love. It's the guy that I know is stable. I know he will take care of me. Mm-hmm. Versus the bad guys and the assholes that I like, I'm gonna right. keep chasing after mm-hmm. them. Right. But you know, every time I get my heart broken, I'm gonna go back to him. Yes, yes. I don't have one of those. So I okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't, my safe person is my safe person in my head. We haven't had a like we never like had. A relationship or something like that, but I know that we have a that like had that connection when we when we were friends or whatever, mm-hmm. and that it could work, but it wouldn't be as fun. And I'm a Sagittarius, and I know like people be like, "Who this?" But like whenever <laughs> all the shit I say about, I be like, I fit all that shit to a T. I'm very much like you know I'm free spirit. I like to adventurous stuff like that, and so I don't think that the safe like really super like my safe person was like super uh, 
super like he would he go to church every Saturday I mean every Sunday and nothing nothing's wrong with that but he go to church every Sunday and he had a lot of like a uh, traditional views and like Ooh. I feel like I want to be able to push my man to do different stuff and he would be like baby yeah relax and I I don't know what relax means <laughs> so yeah I feel guilty and I don't think I'm anybody's safe person because I'm just I don't think I'm anyone's safe yeah. person either I don't fuck people like that so. Right, and it's just like, I wouldn't even do that to myself to be somebody's uh, safe choice because it's like, if I'm not first, then I'm not going to be exactly. second. Okay, um, well see, with me knowing, and it's something because <laughs> the moment I saw that post, my safe price, and I was like, ooh, this is good. Like, there have been times before where, like, I hear a song and I'll be like, ooh, it's you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I send him the song like, how hey, you like this song? Or something like that, you know, like, times in the past, and it's funny because we really like to talk no more, but... I just feel so guilty because I'm like, we friends, but I know it's you. I know that if he was single and I was single, I could go to that nigga and we would be good together. Well, but that makes me feel good. But I don't think that's something to feel guilty about. It's just, it is what it is. Okay, so can you be friends with your safe person? Yes. Yes. But like, here's my thing. Can your nigga be friends with his safe person? Yes. No. Exactly. 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 But I just feel like, well, my thing is, like, the only way I would feel guilty about, you know, having a safe person is if I take advantage of them. Because, you know, it's somebody that, like, you know, like, oh, you got this one nigga that you just know, like, mm-hmm. and that nigga, he a fool about me. I'm going to free meals. Right, and- like, that's that's when you should feel guilty because that's, you taking advantage of somebody that has a soft spot for you. Okay, okay, so if y'all are friends and he's like, no, don't worry, Tati, I got it, you're not going to take it. But then I feel like as a friend, you can always be like, well, I got it this time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, cause, because you, I never said. <laughs> you, but you want to always keep a balance with people like that because, mm-hmm. you know, also, with them safe people, they might be really, really wanting your ass mm-hmm. and you don't really want them. And that's not really good to leave nobody on. Like or, okay, so. Or vice versa. No, or they might really want you and, like, because they are the safe person, they do. Because, like, if if you consider them to be your safe person, in the back of your head, you do have some type of love for them. And so I'm like, I I don't, I decided not to be friends with my safe person because I was like, well, in a, in a relationship, I don't want, I don't want those blurred lines. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm between me and another person like hey cc you want to go you want to go you know get, get something to eat it's just me and you that's a date nigga because we kind of like each other you know what i'm saying and, and the safe person like i said for me the safe person he gonna pay for my meal because it's just like yeah thank you you know i, I could I can split a meal with my boyfriend if we if that's what you know what i'm saying like Right. We eat all the time, but I'm well for me and my man. We eat together. Yeah. I said we eat together all the time. You know, so it's kind of like yeah. sometimes face to face, but it's my right, 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 right. date. That's what that is. So it's just like, oh, I just feel like it's so hard to. Be, I don't think you should do because if my man was like had his homegirl and I'm considering his homegirl to be his homegirl, mm-hmm. but low key they carrying a torch for each other and we break up and then he he he. he yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's, or we on the rocks and he talking to his safe girl while right. we got going on. Right. Yeah. It's I like you. Yeah, so I like you. So I know that you. I know that y'all said that like you know you wouldn't be the safe person, but do you think somebody has you on their safe person list? Probably. I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like possibly yes. I feel like yeah, but I just don't think that they know that. You know how to be like be your nigga beast. I've never been that. This one. I've never been. I will. I, this good girl. 
She's out of line. I'm going to push the buttons. Like, even me and my safe person were, like, really good friends. Like, we would talk about stuff. And every time I know he's so, like, traditional, we would talk about stuff. And I would be like, so, basically, you a homophobe. Oh, so basically, you hate women. And, like, that nigga would be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, okay, so you just a misogynist. And he would be like, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know what I love? Like, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to push those buttons. Like, I'm going to make you think outside the box. I'm going to to call you these things and see how, like, let's have a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. And he would be like, you just are too progressive for me. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be there. But I do think I possibly. You never know who you with your homies, you know, your Right, your that's what really, thinking, like, I really yeah. fuck with him. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all, yeah. did somebody pop up in your head when y'all say, when she asked, can, are you, could you possibly be somebody's safe person? Ew. Yeah, one one person popped in my head because yeah. it's just like, you know how, it's like a vibe they kind of give off uh-huh. to you. And they'll always pass off those little jokes like, okay, like, you know, if we're going to get married by 35, 40, you know, I'm going to call you. joke. <laughs> First of all, don't fucking joke with me. Don't joke with me about right, it. Right, that's 10 years. I might just start putting the room today. You're annoying. <laughs> All right. If your man or your woman got a same person, let their ass go, y'all. Make them let them go, because that's it for you. Yes, agreed. Okay, y'all. We get, we about to get out of here. So let's get into these affirmations. I'll go first. Real short, real simple. I'm abundant. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Abundance. Um, for me, um, I'm going to take it back to, I think it's our first episode thing or whatever, to don't stop, get it, get it. Hmm. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, I'll take y'all man. <laughs> this girl. Cutter, make him cut her. Make him. Yeah, cut bitch. her off. Cause she's saying it. She's saying it. Sniff, um, sniff, ho. Yes. Keep your, keep your, keep your uh, man close and the safe person closer. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I always gotta say some shit like that because I'm like these niggas. Beat her ass. Beat that hoe. Beat that hoe up. But yeah. But yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in once again. Um, We hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. We will see y'all, hear y'all, be with y'all in the next one. And get into this twist out. This is like my best twist out thus far, so. (laughs) Right. And also, happy birthday to Beyonce. We love you, sis. Baby, love you. Come on, my ranch. Come on. I'm going to be like, hey, hey. Replacement. <laughs> you gonna be the replacement. That safe hole gonna be the replacement. Oh, and there it is. And that's all, folks. Bye. <laughs>